Hello, everyone. This is Deb McBride. Welcome to my astrology podcast on Sunday, September 9th, 2018, broadcasting from what is now rainy Escazú, Costa Rica. And we have had an interesting time. So you may have listened to the last podcast where I discussed Saturn at length and the fact that Saturn was going direct from retrograde. And this is the third direct station we've had in the last three weeks. So this is a lot of movement. This is a lot of shifting. This is a lot of energy changing direction. First it was Mercury a few weeks ago, then it was Mars, and just recently been Saturn on Thursday. Um, I have to say that each one brought its own challenges. Yes, when they go direct, it's a relief, but it also uncovers something. So with Mercury, we got information that we didn't have before. And Mars, we had some desire to take action or movement that we didn't necessarily have before because for two months, Mars was retrograde and it felt like we had no energy. So suddenly the energy came back. Maybe we had an overabundance of energy. Like I know some people experienced anxiety and stuff. Then Saturn moved forward the other day and Saturn is always about, you know, where we fear, where we have to work out our fear, where we have to be conscious of fears and where we have to confront them. And that's why Saturn isn't a lot of fun because Saturn often makes us confront our fears and we don't want to, and it's really easy to avoid them and just not do the work, but it's really important to get through things and break through that Saturnine wall to be able to get to what we need to do, which is what I said last podcast. You got to, Saturn's about getting to do what you need to do and moving through whatever it is the work to get to what you need to do, get, you, get to what you want to do, actually. So what we are now experiencing, what I've been talking to people about, is that there was this dose of Saturn on Thursday the 6th, and that, again, we had to confront something. And confront our fears is usually what that is. So what have you been thinking about? What have you been maybe avoiding? What have you been like, I don't want to deal with that or convincing yourself that it's just a hopeless effort and it really doesn't make sense to confront it and you're just throwing your hands in the air and surrendering and it doesn't feel good to do that. If it feels good to do that and you feel liberated, that's one thing. If you throw your hands in to surrender and you just give up and it doesn't sit right with your gut, which it should, if it doesn't, then you are probably avoiding something. And take the other stance, what would happen if you go through it full force? Then you're working with Saturn, then you're overcoming your fears, you're facing them. And you know, once you just stare fear in the face like that, you can usually go right into it and get to the other side and get what you need. That is not easy. I've just said, you know, what I said makes sense, but what I just said is not easy. It's all about how you feel and where your courage is and how you can tackle what you need to tackle. That all being said, yesterday we had the sun opposite Neptune, which happens annually because Neptune is a very far out outer planet and the sun opposes Neptune. And you may have remembered that back in March, um, 
there was the sun conjunct Neptune. So now we've sort of come halfway around and the sun was opposing Neptune. So maybe you have a different perspective on some things that you recognized in March. Maybe there were things that you needed to acknowledge. Maybe there are things that you were ready to see back then that you're ready to handle now. Actually, that was Friday the 7th that happened. And yesterday we had the Venus-Mars square, which is doesn't happen very often. And it's about passion and sensitivity and direction and action and direction and action with heart, which is what Venus is. Now we are in a very interesting couple of days ahead. And this is all very important for the coming months. So let's go through it one step at a time. We had a new moon today in Virgo. Very good. It's very nice, very grounded, and that's really, now we're finally sort of moving. We had that eclipse kick out two weeks ago with the full moon, so now we're, we're really moving forward with the new moon, and this is a new time to start new things, and what's happening today also, is what's happened already, is that Venus has moved into Scorpio. Now, last week I mentioned that Venus had gone into her shadow, which was the end of Libra, but now she's in Scorpio. So let's talk about this a bit. Venus likes to be in Taurus and Libra and Pisces. Venus does not like to be in Scorpio and Aries and not so much Virgo either. But because Venus is in Scorpio, we have to deal with the shadow Venus or the darker qualities of what Venus can bring and the things that are not necessarily uh, an easy thing to contend with necessarily with, with Venus and Scorpio can be a very jealous Venus can be a very possessive Venus can be a, an, um, you know, and I, it's more of a, it's more of a secretive, um, and not in a good way, secretive, not like I'm hiding your birthday gift from you, secretive, <laughs> more of a, a darker secretive, dark secret Venus. Um, but it is the qualities as Venus moves through the zodiac, it is something that we need to address. Now, Venus is going to be in Scorpio for a while. Usually Venus will stay in the sign, you know, five weeks or so. Venus is going to go into Scorpio and in, you know, October 5th, which is less than a month from now, it's going to go retrograde. And this is important. So there's lots of things that are, that are happening right now that are very important. Um, Venus is entering this time of Scorpio. So we have to think about what it is and intuit, especially because Scorpio is a water sign, intuit especially what it is that we need to be dealing with and working on while Venus is going retrograde. And it may be that we're going back for something to connect to it and uh, resolve it or continue with it and, and be completely uh, immersed because that's what Scorpio likes to do, be immersed in the Venus principle. That could be creativity. That could be financial. It could be money. It could be, it could be sexual. It could be relationship, anything. Now, one of the most important things that's going to happen, this isn't any old Venus retrograde. Venus is going to retrograde, but she is going to connect with Uranus three times. Now, in my lifetime, which is a long time, uh, this has not happened. So Venus is retrograding on the 5th of October, but within this cycle, she's going to touch Uranus a bunch of times. They're going to be opposite one another. So the first Venus-Uranus opposition comes this Wednesday, the 12th, and it's at 5.01 a.m. on the Eastern time. 
And what is Venus opposite Uranus? Well, Uranus is the planet of innovation. It's the planet of genius. It's the planet of brilliance. It's the planet of turning things upside down and looking at them from a different perspective, thinking outside the box. Um, Venus opposite Uranus is an alternative lifestyle. It is creativity outside the box. It is taking an innovative approach to relationships, to creativity. It is all of those things and more. And you'll never entirely figure out what Uranus means for you because Uranus is really full of surprises. So you're going to get surprised. You may go into something expecting, okay, this doesn't really stand a chance, and then it does, or vice versa. So the thing that you want to be aware of is trying something different, trying something new, being a little innovative, being detached, because Uranus is very detached, just being smart and maybe a little less emotional than you normally would be. Venus and Scorpio has got these deep, stirring emotions and feelings and... I would say when it starts to get entangled with Uranus, you have to make sure that you don't get crazy because Venus to Uranus can be like a crazy woman, you know, needy, intense, too, needing too much. This is a time to examine all that, especially if you're a woman and you want to sort of be a little more um, independent. This is a really good time for that because that's what Uranus is about, independence and some detachment and being a little cool and sort of standing outside of it and looking at it in a different way. Now, if you are a person who has your astrological chart and you live with Venus opposite Uranus in your astrological chart, this is a hot time for you because this is going to be three times that you are having what we call a recurrence. And if you live and you're born with a Venus opposite Uranus, aspect in your chart, then you want to really take a close look at this time period because Venus is going to oppose Uranus on Wednesday and then it's going to do it two more times when it's in retrograde during the retrograde period from October 5th to November 15th. And then at the end, uh, when Venus moves back to a certain area of the zodiac in Libra when it opposes Uranus again after it's out of retrograde. Um, the first experience of this is going to be while well, Venus is in Scorpio and Uranus is in Taurus, which is Venus's sign. Now, the interesting thing about this is they're in each other's place. Venus likes to be in Taurus. Uranus likes to be in Scorpio. They are in the opposite sense. So Venus is not going to be entirely comfortable where she is and Uranus isn't entirely comfortable where it is. And so this is going to be an interesting journey. Then we're going to move to where Venus is retrograded back into Libra and she then opposes Uranus again, who's moved back into Aries. So that's a real interesting place as well because they'll have moved and they are doing this dance with each other. And it's really going to be very interesting because the Venus is now in her own sign. So more on that as it happens. But right now what we're focusing on is what you call a recurrence. The recurrence is that if you have this in your chart and you live with it every day, then this is going back to something primal 
in your life, to some part of your birth legend, to some part of your family life, to some part of relationship situations that you've had in your life that have been with you all along. And so this is something that's very deep and very primal and very intense for the person who lives with Venus opposite Uranus. You are going to uncover something. You are going to connect to something. You are going to have an experience that you need to address. And it could be very exciting. It could be very profound. It, and I expect that it will be very profound. It could be extremely life affirming and changing to really a really good thing. So you want to look at that. You want to look at where they are in your chart. You want to look at the houses it's involved with. You want to look at where the Venus opposite Uranus aspects are happening in the sky. If they are aspecting your Venus opposite Uranus. And if you have a Venus Uranus aspect in your chart and it's not an opposition, you're going to feel this probably a little more resonantly as well. So even if it's a mild flowing aspect, you're going to still resonate to this. So it's important to pay attention to. It's also important to look at other planets in your chart and see if they are getting triggered by Venus going retrograde and opposing Uranus. Since this starts this week, and since we've had this new moon, and since we have all these aspects going on right now, pay attention to what you're learning about yourself this week. In these last couple of days, now, these next few days, what's happening? What have you learned? What, what is it that could be Venus-related? What could be very Venus-oriented? Maybe it's something financial. Maybe it's something familial. Maybe it's got something to do with where Venus is placed in your astrological chart, if you know where that is. So this is an important Venus time. Venus operates in eight-year cycles. And so in 2010, Venus uh, visited this area of the zodiac as well. But she did not oppose Uranus three times. And as I said, I've been around a long time and this has not happened in my lifetime. There was a Venus-Uranus opposition for a couple of weeks when Uranus was stationing, I think it was Capricorn, back in the 80s. But this, this passage, this cycle of passage is a bit of a process. And so we'll see where it goes and where it takes everybody. I don't expect it to be smooth. I expect it to be somewhat exciting. But I also think that if we're going to uh, look at it, we have to experience some sort of detachment or some, some sort of just looking at it from the outside, as I mentioned earlier, just because it's Uranus and it's not something where you should get all caught up and emotional. You should try to be a little more um, detached about it. Now, that being said, tomorrow, Mars is going back into Aquarius and this is where it went at May 15th, May 16th. So here we are, we're back with Mars and Aquarius. It went into Capricorn when it was retrograde. It turned around at the end of August. It's now going back into Aquarius where it will stay until mid-November. So this is kind of cyclical with Venus. It's moving mid-November. Venus is going to go direct in mid-November. So they're, they're not entirely operating independently of one another. They squared each other yesterday, Venus and Mars. So we're, we're talking about a lot of relationship stuff. Um, Mars is going back into Aquarius. This is a very, it's going to be tomorrow night um, in the Eastern time zone. This is going to be a very 
independent, idealistic, you know, fighting for an ideal kind of aspect. Um, think about what you were doing in early May and then again in July and where it's taking you now. So this is, this is actually really good. If you were working on confidence issues, then you can take your confidence and move forward with it, you know, in the ways that you have learned new confidence since you are, you know, experiencing this the Mars retrograde all these months. So now we're going back over places we visited with Mars in May and June. And when Mars finally gets to that nine degrees Aquarius again, which won't be till early October around the time Venus goes retrograde, um, you know, then we're, we're out of the shadow and we're moving forward and Mars is going over a period that it hasn't gone through yet in the last few years. But in the meantime, Mars is going over this place where it's been over these months and we're looking at it very differently. You know, now, now we're moving into like the last stages of what Mars has been teaching us since May. So that's great. I appreciate that. And I think that, you know, everyone will sort of, things might click for people this week as Mars goes back into Aquarius. Um, also this week, we have some other interesting aspects. We have Jupiter sextiling Pluto, and that's a very good and powerful, nice aspect. The planet of abundance, Jupiter, connecting with the planet of you know, power and owning your power. That's on Wednesday as well in the wee hours in the morning. But it's Jupiter slower. It's not like the moon. So you'll feel it coming up this week. You'll feel it coming through throughout the week. It's actually a really good aspect. It's opening. It's going to provide you with opportunities. It's going to provide you with places where you are can open up and walk through the door. So pay attention to that. Venus is also going to sextile Saturn on Wednesday. So there's a lot of aspects going on on Wednesday. Uh, Venus is going to sextile Saturn. And that's actually a very good, you know, stabilizing aspect for Venus. Because Venus will be in Scorpio then. Saturn's in Capricorn. They're going to balance each other. So that's good. Um, the other thing is that because um, the sun is in Virgo, and we're in this nice autumn harvest time, um, Ven uh, the sun is sextiling Jupiter because Jupiter's in Scorpio and the sun is in Virgo. And then the sun is also going to try in Pluto. So we know that Jupiter and Pluto are going to have a nice aspect. And then we're having the sun and Jupiter having a nice aspect. So this is actually, these are very encouraging, positive things. As we still continue to examine the relationship components and we examine like where Saturn has brought up fears that we need to conquer. We're having this support system. We're having the sun to Jupiter, Jupiter to Pluto, the sun to Pluto. This is good. This is smooth. We need some of this strength for ourselves. The sun is our life force. Pluto is about empowerment. These are good things to have. Um, Mercury opposite Neptune is happening on Thursday. So Mercury will be in Virgo as it likes to be in Virgo. And it's been in Virgo for the last week and a half or so. And it's going to whiz through Virgo because it's then it's going to go into Libra um, at the end of next week. But really on the 13th this week, Mercury goes opposite Neptune. And that, you know, it's not the most 
comfortable aspect, but it's actually a really good intuitive aspect. And Mercury is in its own sign, Neptune's in its own sign. So this is a good time to access your intuition and listen to it and just, you know, be with it and, and sit with that energy and find out where, you know, if you have questions for yourself, just sort of tune in. Um, it's a good week for meditation. It's a good week for um, doing visual work, visualization work. It's a good week for intuitive work, meditation, all those good things. So it's actually, we've got a lot of good positive things happening here. I think the big sticklers really are Venus and Mars and the relationship stuff and, and our confidence and our passions and where they lie and how they're moving forward, uh, moving us forward in our lives. And so it's really important to sort of pay attention to that. Um, since we had three retrogrades go direct, and this has been the, the last few months have all been about retrogrades, we're finally starting to see the energy settle. And it's not been easy. It's been hard as these things go direct. It's been one shot after another, just sort of dealing with that energy and what it means in our lives. And now it's going to get quieter for a little bit because Pluto will go direct at the end of the month, but we have several weeks before that happens. And now we can just sort of start to appreciate how the retrogrades are finishing and we can start to move forward with plans and how we can start to really realize and recognize what we want to do in these next few months before the end of the year. So on that note, I am Deb McBride. This is my astrology podcast. You are welcome to visit my website, debmcbride.com. Contact me, deb at debmcbride.com for questions or if you would like an astrological session with me. I have Instagram, Deb Astrology. I have Twitter, Deb Astrology. And I also write a blog on my website and I have astrocartography reports on my website. If you're interested in that, I find astrocartography extremely helpful. Helped me move to Costa Rica. and it's uh, just, you know, some mapping. You can choose three cities on my website and um, for a small fee, you can have three reports and find out where it's good to work or live or socialize or do business or just experience life. Anyway, that being said, I'm signing off for the week and we'll talk about further astrological adventures as the week progresses and I will see you next week. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.